Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 11th of August, let's begin with updates from the city. Former Karnataka Chief Minister and Senior BJP Leader Baswaraj Bommai met Party Chief J.P. Nadda at Parliament, urging swift appointments for Karnataka BJP State President and Leader of Opposition. Nadda assured a decision post the Parliament session. Discussions also revolved around countering the Congress and its schemes in Karnataka ahead of the 2024 Lok Sabha polls. In other headlines, the Karnataka State Government established a 29-member Skill Advisory Committee to proactively advise policy changes harnessing future innovation and technology. Headed by IT Minister Priyank Karge and co-chaired by Skill Development Minister Dr. Sharana Prakash Rudrapa Patil, the committee includes 19 experts from IT, startups and academia. Aimed at narrowing skill gaps in emerging technologies like AI, blockchain and IoT, it will provide policy recommendations and industry collaborations. In some more news, Bengaluru braces for additional power cuts in several areas today due to ongoing projects by Bescom and KPTCL. The Karnataka capital frequently encounters planned outages for tasks like reconductoring and maintenance work. Detailed lists of affected areas for August 11th are available on Bescom's official website, encompassing a wide range of neighbourhoods. Up next, a cohort of 17 faculty members from IIM Bangalore, comprising current and retired staff, issued an open letter urging corporations to cease funding the propagation of misinformation and hate speech via news channels and social media. The letter, authored both in their personal capacity and highlighting India's internal security concerns, emphasizes the escalating use of divisive language towards minorities in public. Despite India's historical tolerance, the faculty calls for vigilance against rising risks. Now on to other news. BBMP has collaborated with educational institutions to foster tree planting and preservation among students, enhancing Bengaluru's greenery. The Green Bengaluru Initiative, part of Brand Bengaluru, gathered suggestions to bolster the city's green cover. BBMP Special Commissioner Preeti Gehlot highlighted plans to formulate a comprehensive report based on input received addressing compensatory afforestation, lake protection and environmental coordination. Moving on, Bengaluru is set to launch Karnataka's inaugural Registered Vehicle Scrapping Facility soon, in line with the state's 2022 scrapping policy. Previously lacking such facilities, the state is introducing three RVSFs this year, with the first one established by Mahindra CERO near Bengaluru. Initially employing cutters, the facility will later incorporate balers for enhanced capacity. Koratagere and Koppal will host the other RVSFs. Meanwhile, around 25% of Karnataka's 415 Nama clinics will adjust their timings to noon to 8 p.m., better accommodating labourers. The current 9 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. and 2 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. schedule clashes with their work hours, limiting access. Though two shifts were considered, doctor shortages prevented implementation. If successful, this timing adjustment could be expanded to all clinics. There are 225 Nama clinics in total in Bengaluru. On a different note, in an event held in Bengaluru by Karnataka Raitara Jagruti Vedike, 200 high-scoring students and 100 farmers from Mandya, Kolar and Chikbalapur were honoured under the Namma Uru Namma Parisara initiative. The ceremony at Kondaji Basapa Auditorium included spray gun and seed kit distributions, while students achieving 90% in SSLC or PUC received Vidya Deepa awards. National News 
Moving on to the national news. A law was presented in the Rajya Sabha aiming to eliminate the Chief Justice of India from the panel to select the Chief Election Commissioner and Election Commissioners. This follows a Supreme Court revision of the selection mechanism in which the PM, Leader of the Opposition and CJI collaborated until Parliament enacts a law. The move was motivated by the need for election integrity and impartiality. Meanwhile, the Kerala Assembly unitedly passed a resolution urging the Indian government to change the state's name to Keralam in all languages, reverting to its original Malayalam form. Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan presented the motion, unanimously supported by members, including the opposition United Democratic Front. Despite 98 members from the Left Democratic Front and 40 from UDF, the resolution's outcome depends on the central government's approval. In more news, the University Grants Commission has unveiled an updated draft of guidelines for institutional development plans in higher education institutions. New recommendations encompass fostering private sector partnerships for fundraising, implementing a faculty ranking system and augmenting undergraduate seats for higher revenue. UGC Chairperson M. Jagadesh Kumar stated that this revised draft aims to empower universities and colleges with academic, administrative and financial autonomy. Shifting our focus, the Directorate-General of Civil Aviation quashed concerns about the Indian aviation sector's possible disruption due to Pratt & Whitney engine issues. PNW's announcement of anomalies affecting around 200 PW1100G engines had led to worries. Indigo's fleet would barely be impacted as only 2 out of 13 affected engines are operational. This assures smooth capacity for Indian airlines in the upcoming high season. In a general weather update for the country, the correlation between El Niño and the monsoon has evolved, weakening in central India but strengthening in the north, according to a study published in Nature Scientific Reports. While South India shows minimal variation, North India exhibited a stronger Enso monsoon link, leading to reduced rainfall during El Niño events. El Niño significantly affects India's southwest monsoon. International news. Turning our attention to international news. China's confirmed MPOX cases surged nearly fivefold in July, reaching a new high as government efforts to control its spread intensify. The case count rose from 106 in June to 491, with all patients being male, stated the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention. China's recent focus on awareness campaigns and accessibility to tests and treatment aims to curb the virus's spread. In ongoing news, Indian-born Rajni Ravindran, age 40, has entered the U.S. Senate race as a Republican candidate in Wisconsin, challenging Democratic Senator Tammy Baldwin. Ravindran, chair of University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point College Republicans, launched her campaign in Portage County. Her entry just under a year before the primary offers a fresh perspective in the race as she criticizes career politicians for losing touch with their constituents. In a recent development, Pakistan's President Arif Alvi dissolved the National Assembly, marking the initial step towards a mid-November general election. The move coincides with the legal battle of the opposition leader Imran Khan, who's fighting a corruption conviction leading to his imprisonment. The Assembly's disbandment usually precedes a general election within 90 days, but redistricting based on a recent census could delay the election until spring. In some other news, Greta Gerwig's Barbie film remains embroiled in controversies. Kuwait joins the list of countries banning the film, citing concerns over unacceptable behavior and societal values. Vietnam also imposed a ban earlier. Additionally, Lebanon is expected to ban Barbie, with claims that it promotes homosexuality and undermines family values, according to reports. Business News 
Let's now look at some business stories. The Reserve Bank of India maintained its benchmark repo rate at 6.5% and left the monetary policy stance unchanged, resisting the potential high inflation due to increased food prices. This marks the third consecutive policy rate freeze. RBI Governor Shakti Kanta Das noted the efficacy of successive policy rate hikes. The focus remains on moderating the money supply to counter inflation. In more business news amid surging tomato prices, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman stated that tomatoes will be available at a subsidized rate of 70 rupees per kg in Delhi NCR through the National Cooperative Consumers Federation of India Limited. Tomatoes are sourced from Maharashtra, Andhra Pradesh and Karnataka and distributed by cooperative societies like NCCF and NAFED. Next up in some tech news, Microsoft has unveiled new tools and integrations including Copilot utilizing generative AI for frontline workers, aiming to improve efficiency and customer experiences. Over 60% of Fortune 500 companies use Microsoft 365 for their frontline staff. The company addresses the challenges faced by these workers, such as labor shortages and repetitive tasks, with a focus on enhancing their work environment. Moving on, the Mumbai NCLT bench has granted approval for the merger between Z Entertainment Enterprises Limited ZEEL, and Culver Max Entertainment Sony. The oral order allows the merger application. Earlier, objections were raised by operational and financial creditors, but settlements were reached with IDBI Bank, Indusind Bank and the Indian Performing Rights Society IPRS. In market news for August 11th, the Sensex dipped by 329.85 points or 0.50% to reach 65,665.96, while the Nifty dropped 98.00 points or 0.50% to stand at 19,534.50. Among the traded shares, 1,431 saw an advance, 1,713 experienced a decline and 81 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee made slight gains against the weakened US dollar, but its progress was limited by a soft domestic market and a rise in crude oil prices. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Actor Gulshan Devaya consistently demonstrates his talent through versatile performances. However, he longs to fulfill a desire for a Kannada film rooted in his Bengaluru upbringing. Devaya, in a recent interview, reflected on the thriving theatre culture and evolving audience. Transitioning from film to OTT with Dahad and the upcoming Guns and Gulabs, he appreciated the diverse appeal of crime genres. In news from Hollywood, addressing the media's speculation on her relationship with actor Glenn Powell, Euphoria star Sidney Sweeney stated in a Variety interview that they are indifferent to dating rumours. The buzz emerged when viral photos from their rom-com shoot circulated earlier this year. Glenn unfollowed Sydney on Instagram, fueling the speculation that Sydney is engaged to Jonathan Davino. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, the long-awaited trailer of the Telugu film Kushi, starring Samantha Ruth Prabhu and Vijay Devarakonda, was released. Set against the scenic backdrop of Kashmir, the interfaith love story follows Vikram and Aradhya, who face parental opposition but marry anyway. Directed by Shiva Nirvana, the film also features Jairam, Sachin Kedakar, among others. Kushi will release on September 1st. Spooler Sports In sports news, Alex Sanchez, born with a missing right hand, achieved a historic feat in Indian football by becoming the first player with such a condition to play professionally. 
The Spanish footballer joined Gokulam Kerala FC this season, making his debut in their Durand Cup 2023 victory against Indian Air Force FT. Having previously played for Spanish clubs like Real Zaragoza and CA Osasuna, Sanchez signed a one-year contract with the Kerala club. In more sports updates, a fire incident at Kolkata's iconic Eden Garden Stadium has raised concerns ahead of the upcoming 2023 ODI World Cup, scheduled for October 5th in India. The blaze is suspected to be caused by a short circuit in the dressing room's false ceiling. Firefighters promptly control the situation, with Cricket Association of Bengal Secretary Debabrata Das assuring investigation into possible negligence. Wrapping up sports news, Hockey India has been strategizing the revival of the Hockey India League since the election of Dilip Tirke as its president last year. However, International Hockey Federation President Tayyip Ikram stated informal discussions have occurred regarding an HIL window, emphasizing the league's priority to provide a professional environment and opportunities for athletes. Formal talks and window approval are pending, critical for accommodating foreign players. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Catch the insanely funny Prasad Bhatt as he headlines his latest special, performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 13th of August at 5.30pm. Enjoy a musical night out with friends at the exclusive Saturday Sundowner featuring Loisum event, happening at Raw Experiences, Koromangla 5th Block on the 12th of August at 5.30pm. Join an exclusive Pottery Fiesta workshop and enjoy a relaxing afternoon session happening at Go Native HSR Layout on the 12th of August at 2pm. Catch the stand-up special Bangalore Comedy Takedown with the city's best comics happening live at the Longboat Brewing Company, Martha Halle on the 13th of August at 7.30pm. You can also join a beginner's art class with the exclusive Paint with Coffee workshop happening at Lahe Lahe on the 13th of August at 4pm. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. On 11th August, expect partly cloudy conditions in the city with no expected rainfall. Temperature variations between a warm 29 degrees Celsius and a comfortable 20 degrees Celsius are anticipated. The maximum heat index accounting for humidity is estimated at a tropical 33 degrees Celsius. This value considers light wind and shade. The maximum temperature aligns with August's average high of 27.5 degrees Celsius. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute Podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler.